0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Twenty Three Twenty Five Filmcast, Episode oh. Two, with me Riyad Ali and Daniel Gibbons. I wanted to
1: say the Twenty Three Twenty Five Filmcast. Bit. Okay, we'll do that a bit again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay right. Let's do it. Three,
0: two, one. Twenty Three. It's Twenty Three Twenty
1: Five. You fuck. Sorry. It. Wait. <laughs> it Twenty Three Twenty Five
0: Filmcast. What was I say? No. Come on. Okay. One more time. So I'm not gonna edit this out, by the way. No. No. That's just just right. Okay. Right. Three, two, one.
1: Hello everybody, welcome to the 2325 (laughs) Filmcast, it's episode 2. I hope you're all listening, I know I am. I'm here with Riyadh Ma'ali. What the fuck? Oh my god, that was a crime. Gonna use my real name. Oh, D-Zero dear, sorry. I remember I wrote that into a film you acted for me in. Right, do you want to try that again? Uh, Do you have to do the whole thing again? Yeah. Fine, okay. What was it? Okay. Okay. Hello, guys. Welcome to Twenty Three Twenty Five Filmcast. It's episode two. We're it's we're a minute in and we're still on the intro. Hi, guys. I'm Daniel Gibbons. Sitting with me right now is Riyad Ali. I'm so glad you spoke. Then I thought you were gonna be like. You were going to be like
0: no, that's you. I'm going to start again now. I was going for a dramatic pose. Uh, a pose. pose. <laughs> well, that was very dramatic indeed. We were on episode two. We only did our first episode a few days ago. I mean, that's quite impressive. I mean, the first episode was on the 26th of July. Today's the 30th. We still haven't posted the uh, first episode yet, as of today. My mum's
1: eagerly awaiting to what, to listen to
0: it. Ne- my mum isn't. Uh, did you nah, mean, yeah, my did mom your mum know about it? Yeah, of course. She she listened to the uh, the trailer and she was like, oh, good. Yeah, it's good. But um, Dan, episode two, mm-hmm. how are we feeling? Well, uh, I have to say we have just come off watching an
1: incredible film. So I am a little Mm -hmm. bit kind of uh, on a high, absolute high. It was great. Might be the greatest film I've ever seen in my life. Honestly, it's one of those nobody will have
0: heard of. Like Mm. absolutely no one listening will have
1: will have heard of this film
0: at all. No, you might remember it if you're nerdy like us, or if you remember buying like own it on DVD. No, it was only on DVD. Yeah, straight to DVD films from Asda. (laughs) <laughs> if you remember oh, like, Asda would have stocked this. Oh, yeah, of course they would stock it. Yeah. Yeah, they would put it on the shelf, like, right right near the entrance of the shop <laughs> for, like, a week. Yes. And then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I... No, see,
1: I think uh, it'd be more... now, you, you, yeah, you would definitely see it in the DVD section of WH Smith's. I, wor- oh, I worked yes. there for a week. I don't know how long I worked there for. I didn't like it. But when I worked there, they had this shelf of dvd I, I was in charge of shelving the dvds and Ooh, stuff authority figure and uh, well, I, wasn't really, I was told to do it and then, <laughs> I, I had to do it and i remember most of the films that were on that shelf were nothing but director dvd crap mostly right yeah there was a film i remember called um eye in the sky which was with helen mirren that i'm pretty sure that was director dvd or something uh... i think that was that's, that's, that's okay. it. Uh, I just remember it being a directed DVD,
0: so I guarantee the
1: film we saw tonight will have been on that shelf at some point.
0: And whilst editing the episode, it occurs to me that we don't see the movie title. It is Shoot'em Up, starring Clive Owen, Monica Bellucci and Paul Giamatti. Back to the episode. Can I ask you a question? As security of DVDs in WH Smith... Former security. Thank you for thank you for making it sound so much better than it actually was. <laughs> security of DVDs. I mean, I know it's the obvious answer of to protect the DVDs from being stolen, but oh, here we go. Why were they caged in plastic? <sighs> like, what is the purpose? Just do what Woolworths did and take the disc out. I sw- I sw- no, hang on. I
1: suppose Woolworths did the same thing.
0: Woolworths had those cases
1: as well. I thought. No, no you, they didn't no, no you're right No because no, Woolworths no, They fucked right. up
0: my DVD Of Dumb and Dumber Oh what Do you remember f- I told you that So basically I think um, you remember You telling me this Yeah me? so basically I remember we purchased Dumb and Dumberer uh, this... Oh Dumb and Dumberer When Harry met Lloyd That's the one The prequel that, The one we all remember That that masterpiece
1: Um, I think They put sorry, in Sorry really quickly It's going. my favourite Dumb and Dumber film Out of it's the three that exists Same, same.
0: It's my favourite That ain't good But it's my favourite <laughs> Of the three Carry on and yeah, they so we purchased Dumb and Dumber, but they put the first film Dumb and Dumber in the case, and we oh. were and we were very disappointed. But we just didn't bother going back. I think it's probably still in my house somewhere, but I don't know. Well, I mean, I'd like to see it. I'm so desperate to watch it. Ah, oh,
1: I hate Dumb and Dumber. Two thousand years later. That is really a good thing to talk about you're talking about good and bad films yeah i th- the fact is would
0: you say we watch genuinely would you say we watch more bad films or good films oh i think we watch more bad films yeah absolutely yeah. right because when we because we notice when we go to the cinema um when we watch a good film we're sitting down and we're engaged by it we're hardly even talking to each other or even engaging with each other well
1: that's how we were when we saw
0: joker because that was a film we were really yeah. anticipating. But I think that like, film deserve you know it deserved the hype because you know it was it was um, you know it was a character that had to, well well it hadn't had... been
1: explored in that way and exactly. also
0: it was the first like R rated like, mm. gritty Batman yeah. film or DC film. So it was actually you know? on our mind, everybody's mind, sort of thing. Oh, I was
1: highly anticipating yeah. that film,
0: you know, and and I was I was I was disappointed well, by it, but I was
1: very. Mm. I I think we deserve to have that kind. Of, I think the film deserved that attention.
0: I mean, you know, we I think there. we'll do
1: that one day. We'll do a Joker review, actually.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. should we like do
1: a, a like this and just like dive into it? Yeah, I I, I I would love to. I want to see it again.
0: I really want to see it again. Mm. I, I do want to see how it holds up. I've and, seen it twice you know. since uh, since the cinema, so three times in total. Oh really? Um, okay. I look only at, me, look at me. I can count. <laughs> <laughs> I have literally only seen it once. I have um, to say, I've not. And again. you know, I still I praise the score so much. Um, oh hell, the score is the beautiful. score is beautiful. I Absolutely. was I was in the play in November, and I remember when that's when the film was kind of like lurking around sort of thing. And during the rehearsals, I would Lick. listen to I would listen to that score because that score would literally set the tone and the mood and the and the play is, and the play that I was in was quite brutal. And, oh yes, of course, cleansed, uh, yeah. yeah, cleansed by Sarah Kane. Mm. Um, and that play is a bit is very brutal and very um. Mm-hmm. Bleak, yeah, uh, and that's absolutely um, and the Joker's score literally just set the tone of that. And I always well,
1: seeing them both very close together because we saw mm, Joker and then I came and saw your Joker a
0: couple of weeks later, yeah. Joker was October and then the play was in November, play was op- November. yeah. Play was in November, yeah. yeah you're yeah, right because
1: yeah. uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare had just come out, but um, <laughs> that's, that's how I remember. Lol. But um, having seen them both quite close together and how similarly themed they are, mm. I think film it made me think.
0: themed or tone
1: tone because subject wise they're completely different no no (laughs) no i mean but they both they both deal with aspects of like you know different elements of how the mind is treated and how and how self-destructive it can be Mm -hmm. and how destructive it can be to other people not necessarily just to their own Mm. not just on their own so i think it's similar in that sense but yeah they're they're yeah, very different. Mm. But definitely, we'll do a Joker review at yes, some point. Absolutely, definitely. we'll talk in
0: depth about it because it's a film we definitely we had a lot to say about it. I will never deny that we have a lot to say about it, and I think more a lo- so than and say the Lion like, King. Uh, yeah, and year. I would say I think everybody has a lot to say about it. With a lot of people who weren't really the biggest movie fans in the world, nothing I like nothing like saying, yeah. nothing like on our caliber at all. Mm. But even then, it still impacted them with Joaquin's, uh, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix's performance yeah. alone. Yeah. And if and and you know that's absolutely that's really cool. Yeah, and I really would like cool. to see it again so I can fully judge his performance and actually
1: probably probably pick it apart because I at the moment wasn't blown away by it like I was Heath Ledger, mm-hmm. but I do want to see it again and see what 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 did what will I think of it? See, what will I think of it seeing it again? What mm. will what how will it impact me this time? Maybe I maybe there was something missing. I don't yeah. know
0: when we first watched it. I don't know maybe and the j- hype. What I remember Maybe the, blind, I don't know. I mean what I'm oh, sorry to cut you off there. No, it's um I mean what I focused on the third time watching it was actually more this was uh, was Gotham. Oh, s- it, oh okay. Gotham right. is such a character in that film, um in terms of the mm. I didn't really notice the like the, the overload of garbage. Garbage. Garbage <laughs> I'm so Gar- sorry. Garbage. <laughs> overload of garbage. <laughs> sorry yeah but i can't say yeah but it's the overload a of, of rubbish garbage. The Over- overload of rubbish
1: it makes me think no but no it's not the choice of word is it i think we're talking about the content of the film like how crap it is or something yeah, like, yeah because the overload big, of garbage because
0: that's a big factor in in, the, in that film
1: because because michael bay films are <laughs> are overloads of garbage, garbage. so it's,
0: <laughs> i wasn't expecting that word from you
1: but sorry you mean you mean literally like literally the like there are there are
0: bags of black there are black bags of g- piles of garbage all over the city um, sorry i just love the word garbage, <laughs> garbage. don't you think i can't it's say the word a
1: powerful word when it comes to describing something you don't
0: like well that's what you say at the end of some films i think i, I remember we went to watch dr sleep and you were like uh, that
1: was garbage there we go that was no i remember exactly what i said actually we, i turned to you we, you were you were falling asleep during that i was too but you were really... You I were mean, tired.
0: I mean, it was Doctor Sleep. And I didn't need a doctor to make me fall asleep. I mean, the first 10 minutes got me.
1: It's like that part in the, in the film. Do you remember they, they dropped the title? Do you remember at one point? You probably don't remember, do you? But they dropped the title in the most subtle way. There's a guy lying in bed or something. Spoilers, by the way. Uh, there's a guy lying in bed. And he just goes, Huh. You're some doctor, aren't you? Doctor Sleep.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, I
1: remember that. And I was just like...
0: He he said the title of the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's clever, right? I, mean, I mean, wow. That's thought-provoking. I mean, even Einstein would have been gobsmacked. Like, you know. <laughs> I'm happy that sound effect worked, actually. No, yeah. that didn't work that that's time. That's a good transition. Okay, well, what, what? how old are we? But um, <laughs> I was going to say... Um, I think we should not reveal how old we are. Yeah, how, yeah. okay. How, how We're old not are as you? old... I'm 24, currently. Same. There you go. There you go. We're, we're not as 24. bad as... Like, there's some people that are like 50 and we're probably having the same conversation as us. I don't think so. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the beginning of our <laughs> career. Yeah. Oh, dear, With and dear. hopes and dreams and ambitions. And then one day we'll realise that... We could be doing,
1: we'll do this for good. Yeah. I, I would, I'd
0: be fine with that.
1: <laughs> we could do this. Somebody out there, XFM, if you're listening... Don't, you won't I, be. I'm guessing <laughs> our only two listeners don't even know what XFM is. Okay, uh, they, they got Ricky Gervais famous. But what, what, what is... Okay, so... Uh, sorry, really quickly. I, this is a genuine question. Do XFM exist still?
0: If you would like to uh, send in uh, a uh, an email saying um, uh, answering that question, if XFM actually exists... Please do. Please do, yes. I, d- I don't know.
1: I, I, I don't know.
0: Neither do I. Okay. Maybe we'll keep that mystery. Oh, and it would be a
1: recurring theme throughout our podcast. Maybe, or maybe I'll does just... XFM exist?
0: Or maybe I'll just cut this bit out. You never know. Yeah, maybe, maybe that would <laughs> be more likely. I think. But um, no, as I was
1: saying, because um, that was a huge several tangents. Because actually, what I mainly want to talk about is the fact that bad films have had such a, like influence on the two of us. I think. Okay. In terms of how much how... we enjoy cinema, I think.
0: Okay. How like, about how about this? We all. We'll conclude this bit. Do a weird transition transition like... Oh. Do that again. Other one. No, the other one. The other one. No, the other one. <laughs> that one. Okay, what was I doing? And then we'll talk about that. We'll talk about films, bad films that we like. Right, okay, okay cool. cool. Transition. Which one? No, no. The other one.
1: Fucking... Oh, sorry, sorry.
0: This is quite warm, isn't it? It's warm tonight. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's muggy.
0: Right, so Dan. Hello. (laughs) That was a transition. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Um, bad movies that we do like. There. Well, define a bad movie. Are we talking about? Okay, there are two. There
1: are there are two types of bad film, and there is a bad film that's you know entertainingly bad. Mm -hmm. You know, you have the room. You have. Uh, what was the film? You, you have Countdown, that horror film we saw last year. You have. Do you not remember that? Yes. Okay. You have uh, something like, yeah, yeah, films like that. But then you have uh, and or oh, I don't know, or oh, oh, Birdemic, the Birdemics, the first Birdemic.
0: I yes, I've seen the first one. I but, sorry, Birdemic Shock
1: and Terror is the full title. I completely forgot to say the full title. That's insulting. But, <laughs> i mean that, i
0: remember watching that with my friend at uni and i was literally confused there's the first one i was confused amused bedazzled if that's all, if that's how you confused can... amused bemused bemused
1: refused oh, i was trying to come up with words that i used now
0: i mean i've never seen like i've never seen clip art in a film like that before well, i was not that that's being generous I'm to say <laughs> to say that they used clipart. Bloody hell! Right.
1: No, th- okay. The thing is, um, though, those kind of films, they're, they're those are films that are bad, but we we roll on the floor laughing at most of them. Mm-hmm. You then have the Adventures of Pluto Nash, or I don't. I, please do not say you <laughs> like that film. I swear.
0: I liked it as a kid. Fine, as a kid, I it, we were gonna say it's because a it was on Sky Movies. And I had no idea what it was. And he had Eddie Murphy beating up Eddie Murphy at the end, I think. And do you remember this film? Yeah. I think Rosario <laughs> Dawson is in the film.
1: Yes, she is. And I remember she was a big crush of mine as a kid when yeah. I saw her in that particular film. Yes.
0: And there's a guy who has a ro- who's like a robot and he's looks like a potato, who looks like something out of red dwarf. <laughs>
1: I that's just all remember. I remember. I, the only part I can remember is they're both standing in the mirror looking muscly or some crap. You know? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that dressing yeah, yeah, up muscly that. or something? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. That. That's all I remember. That is all I remember of that film. It's garbage. Okay. But, and I was like, yeah, the, the films like that, or, I don't know, the Transformers series, or
0: something like. Uh, but the thing is, a lot of people don't They like the Transformers films. They do, but no, no one
1: likes the sequel. Golden Raspberry be Award some nominees people. and stuff. Be some oh people. no! I'm sure,
0: I as, as long as stuff is happening on screen and absolutely, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. I, the only thing I don't get is you know with with some people they're like um, they get really concerned about a film's length. Mm. Like, oh my god, it's two hours long. Why does it need to be two hours long? There's a reason for the, why some films <laughs> need to be two hours long. There's so much story to cover. Exactly. Because if you take out one element, then it just makes it just interrupts the narrative. Exactly. If you took out Shia LaBeouf of the
1: Transformers films, we haven't got Transformers films, have we? I mean, at all. Not according to Michael Bay. Oh, well, yeah, true. Just because because in. He, I was going to say he <laughs> took Shia LaBeouf out of the third one and put Mark Wahlberg in, and it's still. Is, is still... Well,
0: actually... No, I preferred Mark Warburg to Shia I prefer Mark Wahlberg as well. Yeah. well sorry, I still Sh- think... Shia, if you're listening, I do apologize. I do love you, Shia LaBeouf. I saw you in uh, The Peanut Butter Falcon. That'd I love that film. Mm-hmm. But Transformers... You know, Michael Bay, he fucked you, basically. Yeah, I know. No, no, he no, fucked no. everybody. He did. He did. And Mark Wahlberg... But Mark
1: Wahlberg, I did prefer in those films. Uh, but Mark Wahlberg's best performance is still Ted. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, like I said, those films are considered... Films like the Transformers films are considered just just bad they're genuinely bad and that's it Mm. for me the other the worst kind of bad is a boring film a film that's just forgettable oh like and uninteresting
0: oh like my my um so like on our 2020 list we've got our Mm -hmm. film right at the bottom I'm not gonna reveal which film that is but oh why do you want me to why
1: don't we just talk about it actually I can't
0: actually remember what it's called okay I remember what it's called what's it called The Last Thing He Wanted oh yeah that was it (laughs)
1: Now, fucking hell, this film. See, that is an example of a film that is just bad. Bad. There is not a thing I can praise about bad. it. Bad. Like, even Dr.
0: Sleep, I can praise
1: a couple of things about it. Yes. I
0: think. Yes, no, I, I can... The uh, ending's quite good. Ending's quite good. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I like the um the revisualization. if that's even the word... Of The Shining. Of The Shining. Yeah. Um, I don't think it serves as the plot all that much, but it's done quite well. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Um, Sometimes Ewan McGregor's acting's not
1: terrible. Yeah. And... Rebecca Ferguson was alright, her performance was okay. I didn't like her character, but she was okay. There you go, that's three things. They had some nice top hats. <laughs> but I do have to say, I I, that, those That's three things we can say about Doctor Sleep, even though it's horrendous. Yeah. I think it's horrendous. You think it's horrendous. Three things that we can say about it. The last thing he wanted, this Netflix... Well, by the way, it's a Netflix film starring Ben Affleck, Anne Hathaway. And Willem Dafoe, isn't it, some, somehow? He, he was on set three, that day. I think. Three
0: prestigious actors. I
1: think Willem Dafoe, I think they just drugged him. And they just, like, they just said to him, <clears throat> if you don't act in this...
0: Well, to be fair, again. he was part of the Worcester Group, which is a theater group in the, in New York in New York yes, City. He is yes, uh, and they did do a New York uh, a um, a performance called LSD, oh, which is all about just drugs. So he's probably still on them. Oh, Will- Willem Dafoe, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm sorry, Willem Dafoe is one of the best actors, but
1: he's 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 crazy, cra- cra- crazy guy. Love him. Absolutely love, him. Love, love him. him. love him. Love him. His performance is best in Mr. Bean's Holiday. Yep. But, uh, I'm joking. But. Dunlock. Video. B. Anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I knew Mr. Bean would come on point. Nobody's going to know what we're talking about. I don't think. <laughs> but
1: in terms of, um, like I said, though, this last thing he wanted, I seriously can't think of a single thing I liked in that film. What's the film even about? Can you say what it's
0: about? I really can't. I can't say I can't say what the plot is. Ben I'm, Affleck, I'm li- is... I literally have a blank expression on my face. I have no idea what that <laughs> film is about. No, but you remember seeing it. Well, we wasted our lives watching it. Well, not really,
1: because we were just looking at our high school yearbook when we, whilst it was
0: on. That's all I remember. Right, when we do watch films, we do actually watch films. But to the point, if a film is so bad that you just have it on as background noise because you can't deal with it Which in is the first how it, twenty minutes.
1: It didn't start. That way.
0: It didn't start that way. We did start watching it, didn't we? We did. We started we watching we it. Like, tried. We tried. Generally tried. But, but it's if, a bad sign of yeah. doing that. If a film is disinteresting me, I will mm-hmm. get fidgety. Yeah. But, but, this will, film... but we'll
1: watch. We will always watch a whole film. I will never stop a film.
0: Yeah. Actually,
1: there are three occasions I've done that with. There mm-hmm. are three films I did stop because they were just too unbearable. Three hundred and sixty-five days. I didn't actually watch all of that. <clears throat> I, I I did add it to my list because I watched enough of it. Yeah. Uh, Sing. The Illumination film, another oh, film yeah. with the singing koala, Matthew yeah. McConaughey, yeah. awful. And the other one was, oh God, I can't remember what the other one was, but it, I remember stopping it before the end. It was, funnily enough, believe it or not, and this might shock you, it was The Birds by Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> I do not like that film at all. Brilliant. I think it's Hitchcock's worst film. I love Hitchcock otherwise. But yeah... I rarely don't do that, though. I will always watch a film all the way through, mm. and we did that with this with this Netflix film,
0: which no one's heard of. Seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. If you don't know what Rotten Tomatoes is, it's basically the uh, review aggregator score in percentage that mm-hmm. you see whenever you Google Aggre- a film. Do you call it an
1: aggregator. What do you call it? Aggrega-d- aggregation. I can't remember. How you aggregator. Yeah, but oh, no. yeah, but yeah, on that web- website. From one to one hundred percent, one hundred percent being a really great film, you know. you're Finding Nemo's and your because uh, that doesn't have a hundred percent rating, and um, like your es I think. I think mean, that's got hundred percent. You don't like Wally, do you? Nope. Uh, we'll talk about that one day. I promise wow. you. And that's part of the reason why I don't like it.
0: Wow. Yeah. Eva, Eva.
1: So the last thing you wanted <laughs> was basically I, I, I. We'll talk about that one day. We will do, we're going to do, okay, one day we're going to do a throwdown why you like wall and why I don't like no,
0: Wally. No, we won't because we're just going tangents like this.
1: We will, but we'll, we're still going <laughs> to do it.
0: And um, basically, um, I can
1: only remember a shootout in a hotel room or in a hotel resort. That's all I remember. Yeah. And Anne Hathaway's like crouched behind a, a thing. Toby Jones is in it as well. Poor Toby Jones having to do an American oh, ble- accent. I mean, Toby Jones, I saw, I
0: saw him in the play a couple months ago and he was oh, yeah. Brilliant he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, he's great. He uh, really took off in sort of 2011.
1: Because, you know, he did, mm. sort of 2013. He did The Hunger Games. He did Captain America, oh, yeah, the he First wasn't Avenger. He, 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 did, he did quite a lot of big films. He was also in Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, one of the most boring films I've ever made and he really took off didn't he? and he, he, he really took off and I'm really glad he did you need to watch the show Detectorists he's in by the way he's really good in that oh with Mackenzie Mackenzie crew. that's yes, the one that yeah. he wrote and directed as well it's mm. really really good um, but the, here's the thing we're saying though is when a film is so bland that there's just nothing to say about it it you get we, we particularly us two I mean we get fidgety we don't yeah. know what to do we
0: kind of struggle a bit and yeah uh, particularly with me I just start to just Mm. I can't sit back. I start sitting forward and kind of like
1: not sitting forward in a good way though. Yeah, just you know,
0: kind of. I don't know. I can't. I can't relax. No, it's a. It's, it's a really difficult. It's, it's 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 my body's urge to get up and do something. Yeah, to stop I... watching the film. You know, thing is, I
1: I love adding films to my list of yeah. films, and I feel like I can't do that until I've seen the entire film. So it does annoy me when a film's terrible. And I know I'm not going to get into mm. it because I'm just like. I can't do anything now, but I just want to add this to my list. So I need to watch yeah. the whole thing, but I, I can't bet. That film was a chore to get through. That yeah. was really, really difficult. And it was a Netflix film. We could have just stopped watching it
0: anytime. But what, Dan? But we don't. But the question is what bad film, well, what ah. film that is bad? considered bad no, no, do, do you like? Good job. Yeah, I'll do, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll do that again. What film that is considered bad do you like? Gosh.
1: Nice one. But um, no, I, okay. Uh, There are, well, the classic example I think we'll talk about really quickly, because it's the definitive bad film is The Room, directed by Tommy Wiseau, which we we spoke about last week in the podcast, because it's the classic bad film. I know a lot of people would say something like Troll 2 is, but the fact is, here's the thing with Troll 2, I've seen it. And I don't actually think it's the worst thing ever. It's bad, but it isn't phenomenally bad i've seen plenty of worse films from that era
0: i have never seen troll
1: you've seen the famous they're eating her
0: and then they're gonna eat me oh, oh my god you've seen that yeah i've seen it's that. from that it's yeah. from troll okay, 2.
1: right. and but it isn't that it's not the worst thing i've ever seen it's got some fairly all right effects for the budget it had mm. uh it had they got locations they hired some locations out. That's Great. something that could be so <laughs> that other films didn't.
0: There you go. Um, um,
1: and it had an okay idea.
0: So Sorry. are you saying you like that film? No. Or no. Oh, no, it's terrible. The execution's awful. Okay. But
1: I'm just saying there are far worse than it. Because Troll 2 is considered by many to be the absolute worst film ever made yeah. by many people. Now, that's film. That, that film I kind of just consider bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 it exists. I don't like it. Now, The Room... Is I think what makes the room fascinating is even though it is horrendous in every single way, what makes it so fascinating and funny is that there's a slight bit of competence to the filmmaking. Mm-hmm. I think they they have pretty cinematic cameras. They had they hire they hired a huge crew for they it. They did lots of directors and producers and people working behind the camera, assistant directors. Mm-hmm. And they hide out several locations.
0: Oh yeah. Which Troll 2 did, you know. They got uh, a big they got, they got a green screen as well. Exactly. When they didn't need to.
1: And yet, it fails on every level at telling a story. And that <laughs> is why it's so good. And the acting is the possibly the worst I've seen in a film. It's but in the best way. I adore. It's so funny. It becomes an unintentional comedy, and that's what makes a bad film so enjoyable. <laughs> a perfect world
0: these are for you thanks honey they're beautiful a perfect life
1: i would do anything for my girl i love you lisa
0: i love you johnny surprise he provides for you darling you can't support yourself i don't love him anymore he didn't get his promotion and he got drunk last night and he hit me it's not true that i did not hit her well maybe you should have a girl mark yeah. I remember my friend at uni showing me that film for the first time and I was... Because like, you didn't see it till uni, did you? Nope. And um, I looked at him and I was... The first line that comes out and I was like, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> and then... Hi, babe. I have... Yeah. I have never laughed so much in my entire life as a film. There you go. And then we re-watch, and Then Yeah, it was just me, him and, and my flatmate. And then... We were, and, then, and then the next day he comes back again, and we've got a bigger group of people in my flat. Ah, oh, that's the, And yeah. then we're watching it again at the uh-huh. same level of 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 uh, hysteria, Hysterity. Yeah, no, no, I know Hysteri- Yeah, yeah, I know what you I mean. mean.
1: If you haven't seen the film, by the way, do buy it on bloody Blu-ray. Yes. Seriously, I would buy it on Blu-ray if I could find a copy. It's not available. You can below, even here.
0: go to a cinema
1: and watch it. I was just going to come on to that yes. because I was just going to say, we talked about it last week. We were saying how The Room is still celebrated today. The fact that there are still screenings of it, midnight yeah. screenings in London. My brother, my brother's ex-girlfriend's brother played the ukulele with Tommy with so on stage uh, <laughs> a few years ago, <laughs> if you can believe it. Um, I am very jealous. And my brother filmed it. I might have to try and find the clip somewhere. But it, um, it's still talked about. It's still... A celebrated film whether it's yeah. for good reasons or bad reasons and then like I said and then best picture winners from the
0: last few years exactly I, who, to,
1: who, who the hell talks about bloody The Hurt Locker anymore
0: and, I don't know and to anybody who hasn't really got a clue what we're talking about The Room by Tommy Wiseau uh. is the film that is the basis of the James Franco film, the dis- the Disaster Artist. That's a good way is it? Yeah, because yeah. the Disaster Artist. Because yeah. we're just talking about it, like we know, like the Room is just a, a, an everyday film that everybody knows. But if you really don't know, then yeah, it's the film based on the Disaster. No, the, the Disaster Artist is, is based, based on. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah exactly, and it,
1: yeah, that's also a very good film as well. Uh, very yeah, very great good film. film,
0: great film. Yeah, um,
1: but the thing about the, the fact that like so much. Money was thrown at it too, and Tom so wouldn't tell anybody where he got the money from. Yeah, he was like six million dollars was it And they the still don't cost. know where he got the, the film. Six, oh no, yeah. Yeah. It, it don't matter. That don't matter. You know, yeah, how much how much money it cost. You know, how much money did the film cost? Six Man, million. It, it don't matter. He made the film for six million dollars. You know what I mean? And it's just that's a lot to go into something that's yeah. a disaster like that. Yeah, and. I would happily pay money to go and see that on the big screen. I would yeah. happily like to. You're not allowed to take uh, plastic spoons or anything in. Or, or No, no, you can only
0: take in plastic spoons. There's a lot of so there's, uh... there's a thing about spoons with the film and in the old days um they would throw metal spoons at the screen whenever they see something in reference <laughs> to a spoon, but now, oh, we've had to, they had to um, make it plastic spoons. And, uh sense to me footballs have been banned like American footballs they've been banned Yeah, because they play a lot of football in the yeah. film for some reason funny enough anybody in the UK who is interested to watch the film it's in the Leicester Square Theatre yes it's the uh, Prince Charles Prince Charles Theatre yes. yes which which That's is an
1: amazing perfect. cinema actually and I wish uh, more people went
0: to it and they usually screen it like every month and me and Dan we've been trying to go oh. when Tommy Wiseau was there because he actually goes to these screenings <laughs> in person with yeah. with uh, with Mark i forgot yeah. his name yeah. Uh, 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 Greg Sestero, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. played by Dave Franco mm. in the film. Mm-hmm. One day, actually, me and Dan will do a script reading of the um, of the room. Hell yeah! There you go. Now that is an idea. Did you just come up with that? Yeah, that is a I yeah. Think, I think. Hell we yeah! We'll do we'll do a script read of really bad scripts.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That'd be a great idea. Yeah, yeah. and then we'd, yeah, we'd do the room one day, and then Dr. <laughs> sleep another day. I don't right. want to read the script for Doctor Sleep. No, I don't think they had a script. I think they just got actors and just made them do stuff. Or oh, do that the Rise of Skywalker. That's the Rise of Skywalker. Now that's a film I think is just bad. That that that's an example of a film that's not entertaining. We'll get bad. on to
0: Star Wars. Don't worry.
1: Cause... Yeah, we, we we will talk about the Rise of Skywalker it's because we yeah. we liked that film a lot when we first saw it in the yes. cinema, and now we don't. It, I really don't like that film anymore. It's really
0: it's don't. just offensive. That that film is the ending of the saga, the the Skywalker Ooh, saga. That
1: was a good word, offensive. That's a good word to use about that. There are some films
0: like you say three uh, three hundred and sixty five days. That's an offensive film to you. That is that is insult. Yeah, that film's insult. As a you got through the whole thing though, didn't you? you oh yeah, I'm yeah I'm was kind of fine with the film. But, yeah, yeah, you didn't mind it. Yeah, But I, it, was, it was better yeah. than Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, Hell no. <laughs> um. So no, no, I don't like Fifty Shades of Grey, but I. Oh, I thought it was way better. But I've seen Fifty Shades way too many times for some reason. Why? Why?
1: Why have you seen that multiple? I've I've seen, I've seen Fifty Shades of Grey. That's that's another kind of trilogy of films that's kind of definitively bad kind of thing. I don't think
0: they're that the worst. But I think everybody knows they're bad because the books are atrocious in the first place. Oh, the books are. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just the element of I don't know how we've got onto the subject, but it is it is the bdsm that gets everybody like how are they going to pull this off in a, yeah. in, a in a movie mm. you know well they didn't and not make because it the film is... not make it look like porn basically yeah but, but yes the thing that's what i'm saying they didn't because the film is
1: as wanna be hardcore as it can be which means it's softcore it's so tame <laughs> yeah and it but if you're trying to make a film that doesn't pander to people it's like why are you pretending to be this really mega hardcore film when you're just not and that's yeah. what makes them so dreadful. I'm not saying a film needs any kind of like, you know, needs tons of sexual content to be good, but in terms of these films which parade themselves round as mm. that kind of film and isn't, it makes it all the more insulting.
0: There is chemistry between Jamie da- Jamie, Dornan? Yeah, Jamie Dornan and Cody Dakota Johnson, Johnson. Yeah. I think that a little bit. A little t- I think there is, but it's, they had nothing to work with well, they kiss at one point. kiss it several times. Yeah. I, I counted five. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I I completely agree with you. The rest enough. was just frisking. frisking. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate that word. I really hate it. I hope there's no frisking in the... I think there's a Christian Grey prequel series on the way, I oh, think. Oh, fuck off. Young Christian Grey? Is I, he going to be like five years old with it, all these BDSM that, stuff? Th- I
0: hope not. Those series of books and those series of films just... Shows what type of people we are in. Yeah, in the mid twenty tens, mm, you know, mm. like it, it's not going to age well in in two thousand fifty. Oh. Like, what were people? What were we thinking? We thought this was good. <laughs> Fuck off! But the thing is, the reason that connects to three hundred sixty five days.
1: Because, by the way, if, for those of you who don't know what three hundred sixty five days is, it's a film on Netflix. It's basically a Polish Fifty Shades of Grey, essentially. And I think it's, it's better. I don't get that but like i said it's basically that and when i was what but, but what the thing i the one thing i will always praise about 50 shades of grey particularly the first one it for me it had a sense of style to it visual mm-hmm. style i think it's shot it's very well shot i think it's a very well shot film i think if you showed me a scene from it I would know it's 50 shades I think it has a very unique look to it I think the production design accommodates the camera work very well mm-hmm. and the uh, the environment that the, the characters inhabit and the costume design accommodates that too mm-hmm. it offsets the colors white and black really well that I think that has a lot to that that is one massive thing I can praise well mm. 365 days doesn't have that even it's the same thing but doesn't have that although it's much more it's a lot more explicit. 365 days I would say wouldn't you I just preferred it <laughs> we're going to move on to a different Matt, you're going to ask me yes I've got to ask you I've been talking for a while now so yes we're moving on to that no more 365 days that is a pact that we're saying for the rest of this podcast I mean I've got no I've got
0: two films That one you're going to agree with and one that you're not going to agree with okay alright so ask me the question what bad films do you enjoy? So, I don't think people consider this as a bad film, but critically it was panned The Cat in the Hat. Now, I do agree with that, because I, <laughs> I re- Dirty hoe, Dirty hoe. Sorry, that sounds like oh, such immature, yeah. You know, yeah.
1: like a Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> Cha-ching! I, I enjoy that film i shouldn't no, i know i shouldn't enjoy it's not a it. film for kids it's a film for no. adults oh but 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 at the same time it's a grossly childish film as well <laughs> like it is it is as mature as michael bay it is so which isn't <laughs> at all it is it's such an inept
0: film but why do i enjoy it i really enjoy that film. i think the set design is great the costumes are great i don't now, know why the, I, reason
1: the set design is so good is because the director is actually a production designer so that, uh, that's why go. Bo Bo Welch, okay. who he did the production design for he's the Men in Black the, films. He's the dirty hoe. <laughs> he's a dirty, dirty hoe. Dirty Bo. But uh, he also did the production design for a lot of Tim Burton films. Nice. And you know, Tim Burton films have great sets. So it's just you know. sets. Fine. But <laughs> 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 he's
0: never filmed outdoors. <laughs> Tim Burton. But yeah, it does have good sets, and I think it's shot fairly well. I think, Cat in the it, Hat. It's I, got a bit of style it, to it. I remember having such fun memories of that film. Uh, me and my dad, we went to see in the cinema twice. Um, my dad used to crack up laughing when it was the... It's the cupcake-inator! Oh. Um And then he chops his <laughs> tail off and then he just, you know, has a censored... Son of a... B-. Is that your favourite part of the film? That was my dad's favourite part of the film. I remember him cracking up to that. I'd, i wish i could i wish i could watch that there's film nothing, with you and your dad there's nothing, more. there's nothing great greater than when you and your family are all mm-hmm. on the same level with humor <laughs> laughing at a film even if it's at like the cat in the hat yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> but but yes the cat in the hat is one of them um but this is the film you're gonna hate me saying sorry really quickly no. really really quickly what's better
1: what do you think's better cat in the hat or the grinch
0: the live action one not the
1: benedict Cumberbatch one
0: I'm gonna say I can watch the cat in the hat more than the Grinch because I think the Grinch is a seasonal film. Ah, uh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. The Cat and the Hat's not a
1: Halloween but film. But the Grinch been. I
0: was a childhood film for uh, was a childhood film for me. It was very wow. much uh yeah, it was another quotable film in the house. Yeah, you know yeah, do you know what? Um I think they're both actually very quotable. <laughs> I, I
1: use it a lot Well, how we say Dirty Ho quite a lot, don't Dirty we? Ho. I mean I love that
0: line. It sounds like we're sexist pigs, but that's a line yeah, no. from the film. It's, it's just, yeah, I've said it before, and out of context. And people are like, uh... And, and by what? the way, he's not referencing a woman. He literally picks he up a hoe. a garden hoe. A garden hoe. <laughs> and he literally just says, dirty hoe. And then leaves it, it. And the hoe just stands there. It just stands there. It doesn't fall on the floor, does it? No, he throws it on the floor, and then he pulls oh, he it just back, up, back up. And
1: then, oh, I'm sorry, baby, I, I love, love you. <laughs> And then he goes to lick it and then throws it back down again. Now, yeah. that had a lot of character development in just a few that's a, no, I mean that's a scene doesn't. with a lot of a lot of moving parts. And what's the other one? So this is what I'm going to disagree with.
0: Drum roll please. Oh, sorry, that's my legs. No. Angels and demons.
1: Oh fuck. <laughs> oh <laughs> no angels and demons we are no. going to get into a
0: deep conversation about angels and demons oh brilliant
1: oh. so by but, the way i got his name wrong last time when we spoke I said, I said robert langford i robert, knew it it's robert langdon
0: there you go so I, you got it right i you? knew is you said you it wrong said? yeah and you corrected me and i was going along <laughs> with it, it as langford so for anybody who doesn't know um angels and demons is a sequel well it's part of a book franchise of the da vinci code written by Dan Brown. I've never read these books, but my father did, and we he took me to go watch the first Da Vinci Code. God, it was a bore.
1: What, what was the age for that film?
0: 12. Is it a 12, or 12A, yeah. And it was,
1: what, 2005?
0: Or PG-13 for Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh,
1: 2005. So you would have been...
0: 11? Yeah. No, I would have been 9. No, of course not 11. Yeah, yeah. you're right, yes, you're right. Yeah, yes. I would have been 9. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And I remember watching it, and I... Liked some other parts of the film at the age of nine, Um you know. <laughs> I, how could you have understood that at no. the age of nine? I, I, I don't didn't. understand oh, it. no, now. I, I still don't understand it. Yeah, um, but I, not in a
1: good not in a good way. Not it's not like Inception, where I didn't understand it for the first couple of viewings, and then I got
0: it. I mean, someone said that it's just people talking in rooms. That is exactly and what then they, all and of them. Are. And then they occasionally run, but Angels and Demons is not, okay. because the difference is because they run and they talk at the same time. Oh,
1: well that's quite the development right. though, isn't it? Let me d- right. Like a se- right. a sequel right. Since right. So to the Angels original,
0: and Demons. Right. It's from 2008.
1: 10 I want to say. But you could be right. No, I think you might be right. It might be 2008.
0: I'm going to It was
1: it was it was late 2000 um although from the script you'd imagine it was from 1992 or 2009 so it was 2009 was
0: it 2009 directed Uh. by ron howard who also directed the first version of da vinci code and the grinch so let me lay it down for you
1: sorry really quickly, how did ron howard direct those he's amazing anyway go on
0: so the the plot Mm. is there is some element called antimatter
1: Sorry, it's all coming back. To Which is like now. this
0: weird. <laughs> this is what. It's like a weird ball of energy mm-hmm. that can apparently. You know, all everything in science has always to do with how long it can light up a city for. So This has the power to light up a thousand cities for like 60 days. This oh. little thing. Yeah, it's always. It's always. There's always film. something really. Spo- yeah, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. This has the power to do this. So this one was very powerful, right? Yeah. And basically, if it's floating in between this one was more powerful than the one from the last film. Yeah. Because every it's... film they have a new one. Exactly. And it's floating in between two electromagnets, and if it drops out, if the matter drops and it touches both of them, then basically it explodes and causes hell, basically, right? Um, Great. And then this gets stolen, and it's placed somewhere with the within the Vatican Church. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks. A symbologist, a s professor of symbols, is a called o- is is called upon to try and find this device whilst um some priests are gonna get killed every five hours before the uh the thing explodes. It's probably the worst it's probably the worst description of the plot, but you know. Right. And okay. it's got Ewan Ewan McGregor. Yes. Let me say that again. It's got Ewan McGregor. What did you say? Uh, Ewan McGregor. Who is <laughs> who, who is um a priest who was best mates with the pope, who's basically died as well. Best mates with the pope. <laughs> yep, and he's They're chums uh, were they? Yeah, <laughs> um and um they were Jeez. and uh, he was a helicopter and he's a helicopter pilot that comes into the plot. Oh, uh, the plot. And, yep. Of which the and they have to basically save some other priests called cardinals who've got something to do with the Illuminati. Uh, <laughs> I can't really describe. Plot, no one can. No one can describe the plot It is easy. It's fucking. It's so fucking easy compared to the Da Vinci Code.
1: No, no, I no, I do agree. I, 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 agree. I will agree this. I think Angels and Demons is a vastly superior film to the Da Vinci Code. But still, shit. I, 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 I oh, hate that Oh, that's why film. it's so bad. It's good to uh, me. Uh, to me, it's just it's so, bad, so it's good. Bad. But I think the third film, Inferno, Ugh. is so bad. It's good. See, I enjoy the third one because that's just the dumbest one. That that one takes it to the extreme in, of stupidity.
0: I'm surprised I'm surprised you found Angels and Demons more enjoyable Be- than that one. Because I, f- I felt <laughs> Angels and Demons had a bit of intelligence to it. It actually had no, it had some interesting history that I cared about. Okay. I would say like I like the whole church thing. I like the uh the Vatican the, I think Vatican's very very interesting because the Vatican mm. is, is his own country isn't it Yeah yeah no, his own currencies, his own laws yeah. and stuff and I find that very fascinating Okay fair in comparison to well Inferno I've only seen once and I can't remember anything
1: Not gonna I just remember it being stupid
0: I feel like Robert Langdon in the film where he has um, amnesia Oh <laughs> from being shot in the head if I can remember Yeah no I think he got grazed by a bullet in the head or something Oh but... I do not I don't know how that works. Fuck
1: whatsoever. It. I don't remember any of them. But I remember them being shit, that's all. Yeah. Um, but fair enough. No, I, I can
0: definitely understand those aspects that you... But Angels and Demons, with. I love that film. I don't know why. I went to watch it in the cinema twice, I think. No, just once. No, once. Uh, just once. Just okay. once. It no. was just once, but, you know. Oh, one. Even once. <laughs>
1: even even what No. You gave money to bloody... Whoever produced this, film. ah, know. Dan Brown probably got some of them. And uh, oh dear.
0: yeah, because a lot of people complain about uh, Dan Brown's writing is a bit in incoherent. It's very,
1: it's very complicated, but I don't feel it's complicated in a smart way. It's uh, complicated in like you you it thinks it's because it's complicated. It is smart, not uh, okay. it's smart because it's complicated, kind of thing. Okay, right. Which I think a lot of Christopher Nolan films are considered to be. I disagree with some of them you know yeah, like was, a lot of people but yeah. you, know, you know you get those people who say they're really smart because they understood inception you know that that kind of
0: thing <laughs> i i i just I, see i i don't think inception is actually as smart as it thinks it is i love inception i think it's a perfectly it's a well-balanced film i enjoy it
1: i i think it's overrated but i do enjoy it i don't think it's an unenjoyable film at all mm. i just think it's not quite as you know in depth as people mm. say it mm. is i think it's actually just it thinks it's smart yeah, because it's, you know, because it's complicated, you know. But I don't definitely that's true, to be honest. I mean, I
0: haven't seen all of Christopher Nolan's films yet. I still need to watch Memento. I still need to watch Follow, and I still need to watch... Oh, Follow? Oh, the first film? Yeah. Follow? Odd film, though. And I need to watch Insomnia. I have never seen Insomnia. With Robin Williams. Really, very bizarre casting. Yeah, Robin Williams and Al Pacino. Yeah. Very, bit... very odd casting, yeah. in my opinion, but... Maybe it's for a reason. So. Oh, I well, wanted to
1: see that, and, and yeah, but Memento—that's another again, another one because because it's the story is told backwards. Mm. To me, it thinks it's being complicated and smart, but it's not.
0: Transition.
1: And now I think it's time for. Something you know, it's time for our, our, one of our segments. Yeah. You know that segment that we end the episodes on. Yeah. Know,
0: we, we we played a game last week. What was it called, Dan? Oh, uh, if I can remember correctly. Yeah.
1: And I'm just going to put my it, voice, it, make my voice change a bit now. Yeah. Because you know, uh, you know,
0: I've got this this echo thing on my microphone. What was the name of the game that we played last week? It was called.
1: Coming up with a movie title and then giving it to your friend and telling them to make a film out of the title just based on the title and that's all you can come up with you have to make the title five second movie thing that one What was the time limit? Five seconds. second Five movie Five minute Shit I'll do it again Five minutes to come up with a movie title and then give it to your friend and tell them what the title is and then they have to come up with a movie come up with a plot actors location scenes and ideas for things that happen in five minutes Exactly That is it It's going to change every week and I'm going to take the echo off now Otherwise, people are going to get annoyed. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna, we're gonna come up with a movie title. I'm gonna, we're going to give it to each other, mm-hmm. and we are going to pitch the movies to each other. We're going to come up with who's in it. We're going to come up with a setting. We're going to come up with uh, one scene. Is
0: it one scene, setting, characters, and actors to play those characters?
1: Yes, that's right. So we are going to be back in a few minutes with our
0: titles and our film ideas, starting from three, two. One. Now. And here we
1: go. Alright, so we are back, and we have been away for five minutes doing our five-minute movie pit. So, (laughs) today, okay. So, today I'm not going to start.
0: You're going to start. Yes, because you won last week. I did. Oh, is that how we're going to do it? Oh, it depends. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, yeah. So,
1: would you like to read the title you've been... Oh, now, are you going to read the title I gave you? Yes. Alright, and then shall I read the title of mine? And then I'll do mine after you've done yours. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. So go on. So What's the title I gave you? You gave me Microzone Reloaded. So, Microzone Reloaded. Alright, yes. And I gave you... Elastic Banjo. Sorry, I These hope are... I so I hope I haven't fucked you with that. But you fucked me last week. Oh so. I know, I, I like I I like my idea.
1: I mean that sounds okay. repeating, but
0: I, I like I think I wanna
1: make this I wanna make this. Alright, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, go on. Right. So, so
0: mine it's a Pixar film. Oh oh okay I never ever thought about who'd make it. Fair yeah. enough. It's a Pixar film. Okay. It's a cyberpunk version of Toy Story. Set in another child's bedroom, so not so not in Andy's bedroom, but in another bedroom. So is it the Toy Story universe? Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay. Um, and it's weirdly it's it's got. Do you remember Micro Machines? Yeah, that's embedded. I hope everyone else remembers them. It's basically Micro Machines were like the off-brand of Hot Wheels, like the little toy cars. Yeah, and they were, they were really small. But they were very small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, smaller. and that universe is in, is in this as well. Okay. So it's Micro Machines and Pixar and Toy Story, right? <laughs> and more other stuff as well.
1: And apparently all all the Pixar films take place in one universe. Apparently. Yeah, of course. So, <laughs> so this is the same universe as The Incredibles and Up and... Oh, it's complicated. It is complicated. <laughs> but I love this. Um, Keep going. Amazing.
0: Two characters. Sorry, by the way, you've won already, I think. No, no, oh, no. Absolutely no, no. no, you've won already. Um it's Two <laughs> characters. Um, One called Zed and one called Layla. Sorry, there's a character in my film called Layla as well. That's really (laughs) weird, yes. That is really weird. No joke. Okay, no joke. Okay, go on. Zed and Layla. Okay, those are good names, yeah. Played, voiced by Daniel Radcliffe for Zed. Okay. And Reese Witherspoon for, for Layla. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay. No, I think we. Witherspoon's got a great voice, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. I
0: needed someone a bit animated, so I thought, yeah. But And Daniel Radcliffe, of course, was in Playmobil, the movie, last year. So I think that's probably where I've got it from. And that's where you got it from. <laughs> he will have an American accent, sorry. You can uh, do that. You can do that quite you, well, actually. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, what happens is a friend of the child um, has brought over these tall action figures and basically... These action figures they just start to destroy when the, when obviously when the children aren't there, like Toy Story, they destroy the playset of the, micro, of, the micro, of the micro of the micro machine world. And these mm. tall figures are a version of Henry Cavill's Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know you've got the tall action figures oh, it's of yeah, Henry Cavill's Superman. <laughs> like the one he had on the Graham Launch. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and basically it becomes this version of war of the worlds toy story apocalypse sort of thing of them oh. trying to, and it's the micro machines versus henry cavill superman
1: <laughs> and and would the henry cavill superman be played by henry cavill
0: yes of course um and, <laughs> uh. and so basically they're trying to take the, the basic stories they're trying to win this this battle in this <laughs> cyberpunk toy story micro machines world Against Henry Cavill, Superman, <laughs> Cyberpunk, Micro Machines, Toy Story <laughs> universe, Cinematic universe, and it gets better. Oh. So Zed, he one of the moments is that Zed tries to shoot, um, one of the figures with. <laughs> um, do you know the sweets, millions? No. No? Millions. Millions. You know, like those little small balls, little colour oh, balls. Oh, oh, yeah. Like millions yeah, and millions. Yes, yes, yeah, Millions yeah, yeah, and millions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start shooting them with, with those. right Brilliant. I can see that. But it shoots them with the blue one, and the blue one doesn't work. So what happens? Layla gives him the green ones, and the green ones work, because <laughs> it's like kryptonite. <laughs>
1: oh, ah 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 but dc is owned by warner brothers so there's gonna to have to be a bit of a a bit of a, a, bit of a, a, bit of a legal talk uh, here but
0: pixar is owned by disney and disney owns everything nowadays so. that's very true
1: one day they will own warner brothers
0: without yeah. a doubt yeah and mm. then so negotiations are going to be yeah yeah you know, as we, as we I are say, not going to consider say, that by the way we don't care as they say in star wars episode one the negotiations were short
1: an <laughs> amazing George Lucas written and directed line. Yes. Um, oh dear!
0: Yeah, I mean it's not really that funny, um but Micro Microzone Reloaded. That's my idea. Now, I. Um... Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was the mo- That
1: was really creative because I never really thought about doing animated
0: well, films or what,
1: Pixar films. Well, when
0: you said microzone, I was like, oh fuck! How am I gonna do it? And I just thought of micro machines. And and this-
1: I I that's where I got the name from. I I, I loved micro machines as a kid. I really did. Oh, okay, okay, fine. Most people, most people, uh, they weren't they weren't that big over here. They were no. more an American thing, but they were sold here. Yeah, and I was I was actually more into them than Hot Wheels. Weirdly enough, uh, even I, though Hot Wheels were bigger here. Uh,
0: I don't know what I was into. I think I was into more into movie toys. Matchbox. There's, there's off brand. Oh, those know. those are off brand. Matchbox.
1: You would not have heard of them, but yeah, I like that. I actually really like that idea. You've won. You definitely won. Not because my—I'm not saying mine is rubbish, but yours is better.
0: Do do you, do you have a? Better. Do you? Ha- I don't have a director, by the way. So uh, I, th- I don't know really know about director of animated films. I do have a director for mine. I don't know if like if Michael Bay would direct it because I don't know where that would go. Well, actually,
1: in terms of animated films, well, Edgar Wright after I think after last night in Soho, he's meant to be doing an animated film. Oh, for DreamWorks. I think I definitely heard a rumor that he was doing an animated. Film. Hmm. Which come on, animation by Edgar Wright. But how's I don't even work. know how
0: that even works directing an animated film. No, like... not if
1: you're an animator. Not if you're if you're not an animator. Yeah, you know Edgar Wright's not an animator, is he? Really?
0: No, no. Nah. No, he's more. I can see him doing horror films more than that. because that's um, why I'm really last. That's why I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. So so I have no idea what it's about. I've never seen yep. anything about it. I'm not gonna watch any trailers.
1: Cool. I'm gonna go in completely blind for that film. I trust. Edgar Wright. nice and it no it was meant to come out this September but mm-hmm. it's been delayed till next February I think oh, for but, which is a real shame it's been delayed till next year um but yeah but that yes. was a really good idea well, thank I you. really
0: like it um, but how does it fit into the Pixar universe like where is it set I see this more of one of their Pixar shorts Set in, oh, the toy, sure. set, set in the Toy Story universe. In the future of the Toy Story universe. Yeah, so you know like um, at the moment on Disney Plus you've got all of the Toy Story shorts. Like the Forky one and yes. um, Rex's one where he's like a DJ in the bath or something like that. <laughs> I like that one. A DJ why. in the bath. I think it's like that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's also the specials
1: that they did on TV. Yeah. Toy Story of Terror. You know. Toy Story yeah. Of oh, okay, oh, fair enough. I envisioned it as a feature, weirdly
0: enough. No, I've seen more as a short. A good... Ten minutes short. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. No,
1: no, no. But, I think it's a really good yeah, idea.
0: Yeah, but the electric banjo. Uh, oh, that was elastic banjo. Oh my! I got. i sorry. Yes. Oh, sorry. I, I was gonna say. No, no, no no, it didn't no, no, Make no sense. No, that, no, that banjo. was my fuck up. sorry. Oh god. thank god.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say. Oh dear. dear. I was gonna be like, ah, uh, I'm changing your title now. <laughs> after you've done it, work with it now. Uh, okay, so Elastic Banjo is my film. Mm-hmm. Now, this is now the director of this is Sean Baker, who is uh, best known for directing the Florida
0: Project. You've heard of that film, haven't you? I've Bill heard Defoe. of it. I've heard of it, but probably nobody else has. Brought... Oh
1: no, it's quite a one known independent film.
0: It's if you know this film, please write in at. Write uh... <laughs> write in because it's 1984,
1: and of course, uh, <laughs> and uh, no, he the Florida Project is a phenomenal uh, independent film. He. Sean Baker is known for directing slice of life kind of films where there isn't a lot of plot, it's just very based around just people living their lives. Right. And that's kind of what this is. The Florida <laughs> Project just involves a woman who lives in a motel with her family, and it's just them living. There's no linear plot line. To okay. It. So Elastic, Elastic Banjo uh, takes place in a favela in Brazil nice. and follows a, a young boy named Tulio who. <laughs> He, is that it, from is that from el dorado <laughs> wait a few minutes so basically <laughs> uh he now he comes from quite a poor family despite the fact that now he is he would love to play music he would love to play the banjo this is the instrument he's always wanted to play oh right? really i wonder why yeah oh and uh we'll wait and see and uh basically his family are two to afford for and one so his dad um named diego Decides to make him one. Decides to make him. It's not a laughing matter, if I'm honest.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I'm getting DreamWorks vibes off of your off of this film already. I Diego, I completely Tudio. understand. I completely understand why. What was the kids' film? T- Tudio. T- Tudio. uh Diego. Diego. Now, hang on. wait. Just keep. Wait. Just wait. Obviously, Layla. But you know. Just,
1: just wait. Trust me. You're gonna. It'll all come I'll full shut, circle. <laughs> no, really, it'll come full circle. You're gonna love this. So he can't uh, get a banjo, so his dad makes him one. So he gets like an old pot that you stir things in, like a, like a cooking pot kind of thing, mm-hmm. and attaches elastic bands to it as the strings. Now he makes him that and gives it to him as a as a, like a birthday present. Mm. So it's the only. So he only gets one present for his birthday. Right. and he opens it up, and his dad's a bit. Oh, I know. All so I could get you, and 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 Tio, loves it. He just falls in love with it, even though it's an instrument that he, you know it's not even an instrument. He just he falls in love with it, and he spends every single day with it. He spends every day playing it. Now it can't play music at all. It You can't make any noise in the elastic band, can you? Yeah. So it just goes. Boo, boo, boo. But every time he like plays a song or just plucks the strings, he imagines himself in. A different world. And he imagines himself as actually playing music, even though he's not. So there's lots of animation involved in this part. Mm-hmm. So there's like he, he sort of gets transported into an animated world.
0: Is this a, kind of like characters. a is this kind of like a Mary Poppins type of thing where, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's like, like a, it's pretty much live action, but in, in the segment it has an animation, An immersion. An
1: Yeah, but it's CGI instead of 2D animation like Mary Poppins mm. is. Um and, this, and the animation would be probably done by so it would be Pixar type. I, I, can, I can
0: call my people up at Pixar if you want. <laughs> the team, like, uh, yeah, the team behind, yeah, uh,
1: Microzone reloading <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and yeah, so but and it's about that. Um, and basically, so that's what the setting is. It's mm-hmm. the favela in Brazil, and and also just outsiders as well, where he runs away to. I'll tell you why <clears> soon. <throat> uh Now, these are the characters: Tulio. Uh, now he is going to be played by. Uh, now these aren't very, may not be very well known actors to the, uh, a lot of the people listening, or to any, uh, to
0: you so even. Sounds a bit low budget, man. Now
1: Tulio is played by. Now I don't know the name of the actor, mm-hmm. but he played a character called Matteo in a TV series called Jane the Virgin. You've heard of Jane the Virgin, yeah? Uh, and he's the son of the main character. He's very young. He's about, I'm guessing, he's four or five. Interesting. So he's going to be my main character. Diego, his father, will be played by Antonio Banderas. Nice, because I feel he he looks like a father. I don't know why. To me, he looks like he now can play he a does. father. But that's what I mean. He looks mm. like he can play a father. Now he hasn't done that yet. I'd like to see him play a, a loving father. I mean, that's I still, I thing. still,
0: I still envision him as the <laughs> as uh as the Mask of Zorro. So of course, And I, I love that film. Of course, I do too. I do too. I'm not sure about the Legend of Zorro, but I do love. I don't mind that Mask of Zorro. Zorro. It's bad, but it's fine. There you go.
1: I do, I do love The Mask of Zorro. I, I, to be fair, when you said you are about envisioning him, I thought you were going to say, I can only envision him as pussy boots. <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to say. Um, so there.
0: Feed me if you dare. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're pathetic. We are pathetic.
0: Um,
1: but, uh, and, and then Layla, his mother, mm-hmm. is played by Gina Rodriguez. Now, yeah. she is from Jane the Virgin. Mm-hmm. Now, I cast her because I feel she... Mateo was her son in Jane the Virgin, so I thought there'd be there'd be a chemistry between them. The uh-huh. chemistry is very realistic in Jane the Virgin, so I thought, oh, that'd, that'd be good for this as well. Uh-huh. Uh, I like it when actors are cast together from different, mm. you know, different films, and then they're together in another film. Okay, yeah. Like uh, an example would be in two thousand and fourteen, you know, that film Divergent. <laughs> <laughs> And Ansel Elgort and Shaleen Woodley were both in that, and then they were both in *The Fault in Our Stars* together as well, the same year. I, I like those kind of things. I mean, I've
0: never—I haven't seen both of those films. Yeah. I mean, *Fault in Our Stars* I do want to watch, but uh, so it's alright. I know what's going to come, so yeah, it's 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 quite good. It's a little far fetched,
1: but it is good. It's a good it's a good film. And, I mean, a lot of
0: people are fans of the books, so I
1: uh, yeah, and it's directed by Josh Boone, who's doing the new mutants at the moment. Josh Boone and um. Yeah, so I like those kind of things. So I think that would work. Hmm. Uh, And the here you go, fourth (laughs) character is a talking wolf who is imagined by uh, by Tulio in the animated world. He he visits when he plucks the strings of his elastic banjo. Can can I can I guess the name? You may Miguel. Fuck you! (laughs) Is it? Fuck you! Yes. And he's voiced by Kenneth Branagh, <laughs> who played Miguel in The Road to El Dorado. <laughs> Fuck
0: you, you little prick. I knew you would get it. You should have just named him the horse. Uh, oh, <laughs> El Tivo. El Tivo. <laughs> oh, El
1: Tivo. Oh, thank you, old boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, lo- I love The Road to
0: El Dorado, but so I, do I I do like this film as well. You do? I do. I really I'm like going to be
1: honest. If you do, it's going to be tough to vote on then, because I prefer yours but, but, but who do you, who do you prefer i I've, I've forgot actually let me do my scene first I mean, really quickly g- 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 and, then, and then and then we'll do the version it's it's really quick scene um so basically tulio gets into a fight with his dad because all he does is play his banjo all the time so much so that he misses dinners he doesn't want to go to school mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing or when he does go to school he takes it with him and gets in trouble in class with it yeah because you know, he's always like you know don't play your banjo in class tulio played enough banjo today so he gets, you know, gets upset with him, his dad threatens to take the banjo away and so he decides to run away with the banjo. And uh, Tulio does, not not cat. Okay. So Tulio runs away with the banjo <laughs> and that's when he starts playing the banjo whilst he's out and, and whilst he's away from the favela mm-hmm. and they, and then that's when he creates the and that's when the, we first see the animated world that he creates. Mm. And the cat, you know, he plays it the, the, the environment changes, the camera pans round a 360 as, as the world changes mm. and becomes animated. Yeah. And that's where we meet Miguel, played by Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> and, uh, cause, you, know, you know, come on. A film like this would have to have can he be a ride- big celebrity actor. Can,
0: can he be riding a horse called El Tivo?
1: Fine. He's a wolf riding a horse named <laughs> El Tivo. Fine. Yay. And El Tivo is voiced by uh, Bill Hader.
0: I should be an executive producer on this film.
1: Oh, I'm sure you can be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh basically yeah, that's basically it and Tulio and, and and Miguel says to Tulio, You need to, you know, make up with your dad. You need to and he, and, and he's like, No, I don't want him. he wants to take my banjo away And then Miguel's like, But he's your dad. He loves you, he'll understand. Okay. And that's the scene. That's that's the short scene, and that's it. That's quite sweet. See, I prefer yours though. Whose do you prefer?
0: Be um, honest, if you prefer yours, do it. I mean I've Mine is very colourful and animated and full of ideas, mm-hmm. but not very much a constructed story. Yours, you know, it feels like it has tenderness, love, family. Family. Family, family picture. picture. Uh. El Tivo. <laughs> Kenneth Branner. It has these <laughs> things that.
1: Do you say Kenneth Branner or Branner? Branagh or Branagh.
0: I I alternate. I'm from South London, so... South London. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth. Kenneth.
1: With an F at the end. Ken. Kenneth. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh, mate. Um, I vote for yours personally. I love... Because I like the idea... I love animation. I love... Okay. I want to say that for... Ani- animation. I love animation and, and Pixar. And I like the mm. idea of a film set in, like, the future of the Toy Story universe. Okay. I like that. There could be, like, a Woody Easter egg somewhere. Like a... All right. This rare all right. woody doll from the nineteen
0: fifties. Well he just turns up. He's helping Superman. Yeah, it's
1: still Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh no no would no maybe maybe Tom Hanks has moved on from the role, so it'd be Jim Hanks, his brother. You know, he does, <laughs> he does
0: all the you know he does all the extra the, the video
1: games and yeah, stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. He do, does a pretty good impersonation of Tom Hanks, I have to say. I mean maybe it could be an interesting like cliffhanger. Oh it could be Henry Cavill's oh. Superman action figure will be against Emperor Zerg at the end. Yes, thank you. That's it. That's the vote. That's the
1: vote. The winner this week, guys, is got his microzone reloaded. Absolutely. There you go. That's 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 done it for
0: me. I just I love that microzone reloaded. Hell yes. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get onto it with a with a script. Yeah, do it. Absolutely, do it.
1: I'll, I'll I'll do this one day, but that that's priority because mm. I really like that idea. But that, but no, I could just envision the colours and the environment, yeah. and, and that kind of thing. And I
0: specifically said cyberpunk because I like those those purples, those dark blues, and those neon lights type of thing. Yeah, I was
1: imagining neon lights. Yeah, but was a, bit, a mo- bit of green for some reason. Did you imagine green at all? I imagine green.
0: I wanted green to stand out for like the kryptonite of the yes. of, of the millions. Mm-hmm, the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really want some millions now.
1: So do I. Do they, Where did you get them from?
0: Get from off license, can you? Or a convenience store? I have a, a convenience store. Yeah. Or a, a Seven Eleven. A We don't. We don't get them at all over here. No. The we, nah, we, no. So. We've got. No. We've got Spar over here as well. Never no, heard of that even. No. No. Oh, okay.
1: Spa. I've heard of Shell. they are petrol station. There are petrol stations. Are petrol stations. Yeah. <laughs> they got shops in them. Anyway. Well,
0: we're talking about petrol, so I think that's a sign that the episode is coming to an end. Oh, we're running out of petrol!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think... The show is running out of petrol. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I I thought that was a really good film. Th- I love the film idea. I like the film ideas because I think I think I think it's great to. It's just really good to come up with ideas for the future. We're intres- not limited by budget or anything, Yeah, so it'll be it'll be
0: interesting. Well, that's the thing. People say that, you know, films with, you know, you can give, millions and millions and millions of dollars to a film. Mm. But the first, but the most important thing is the thing that is free, which is the script. Yes. And of course, the writing is always free. So, I mean, that's not very poetic how I said that. The writing is always free. No, it's not. It's not that cheap. <laughs> no, it's true. But yeah. We're, we're
1: not going to talk about some TV shows on here at some point. We will, eventually. One TV show we're going to talk about, and whether Riyadh likes it or not, is going to be Netflix's 13 Reasons Why. Oh. We are going to discuss the hell out of that show. Rian's never seen it, and I have many, many things to say about that show. So we are one day gonna—he's gonna marathon every episode. And the and the maybe I, I'll do it with him. Maybe we'll, how many how many seasons are there? Four. What?
0: I know. I thought there, there was only three. Four.
1: No season four came out recently. Oh fuck
0: off! I think it's been renewed for season. She five. died in the first one.
1: Yes, she did but then That's she it. Then she's, she's a ghost in season 2 and then, and then season
0: 3 and 4 have nothing to do with her whatsoever but for some reason they still thought the show should continue people can't see my face but can you you can imagine yes. the disappointment on my face oh for fuck's Really? Well, all we I will to... say now is that, yes, yes, we do.
1: Oh. I don't give a shit what you say. We're going to watch 13 Reasons Why. In fact, you know, we should just watch it and
0: just commentate yeah. on it. Like
1: and then that will probably conclude the episode. <laughs> guys, we have been having uh, another, this has been another uh, an- amazing time talking about sh- shit. Stuff, yeah, that, yeah. That's...
0: Revolving around movies. There you films. go. Exactly.
1: So it has some sort of format. And <laughs> I have to say, thank
0: you guys for listening. Thank you for uh, hopefully enjoying it. Oh, and I forgot Actually to mention. Enjoying it. And I forgot to mention, um, episode one, I was supposed to say thank you to these two people, uh, but we totally forgot because we were very excited that we were doing the first episode. Yes. But we wanted to say a big thank you to Bradley Smith and to James Gray for sorting us out with the music for the show. Um, we're going to get a clap for that. Bradley has done the intro music which is the uh, electric stringy music mm-hmm. I don't know the really poppy fun one uh, and yep. then he's also done the uh, interludes of so the little because de- 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 I told him I wanted something from Bill and Ted yeah um, good stuff. Uh, excellent <clears throat> and uh, James Gray he supplied us with his uh, his little jam his little jazz jam at you the like end uh, and I'm going to start playing it now because it's the end of the podcast yeah. But, uh guys, once again, whoever's listening, thank you very much. And you can find us on social media Instagram, Facebook, 2325pictures, pictures. not filmcast, pictures. Filmcast is the name of the podcast, not the company. Our YouTube, yeah, there you go. Our YouTube channel will be available very soon. We'll update you on that. Uh, and look forward to our r- separate review on The Vigil. Yes. Thank you very much, guys. Have a good evening. Bye.